Okay, Shabbat Shalom, this week's Parsha's bow, the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. And I wanted to record this shiur for the neshama of a young man that just passed away tragically and his wife, Eliel ben Haim. We should only hear good news together. One of the most common questions is, is why do we need countless Literally dozens upon dozens of mitzvot. We have 613 mitzvot in the Torah. Why are so many of them in remembrance of the great exodus of Egypt that happened in the sixth parasha? We have tefillin, sisi, shabbat. Even shabbat that you keep. is because Why do we keep it? So we should never forget and forsake the great miracle that kindness, right? That God did for us to take us out of bondage out of being slaves. Why do we need all these mitzvot? You know, in the time of the Beta Mikdash, there's almost like a dozen mitzvot having to do doing with the Passover, lamb offering, not to break its bones and not to, right? Chametz and Maror and Matzah and Haggadah, the whole Seder that we, for two hours, some people four hours, explain all of these mitzvot, so many, even more, more, many, many, many mitzvot of the Torah. And I mean, globally speaking, the Sefer HaChinuch, I, I, I would urge you, I, I was one of the greatest uh, highlights of my year so far is that uh, my yeshiva put all its 8,000 um, audio library online. So at nurk.edu, uh, my, my great Rebbe, Rav Weinberg, which is a student of Rav Chaim Berlin, Rosh Hashiva Rav Hutner, deep, deep thinker. So he was, he was saying that the Sefer Chinuch, this is one of the most important ideas in Jewish Hashkafa. And I would urge everybody, you're never going to regret this. Look up the Sefer Chinuch in Mitzvah Tetzayin, which is Mitzvah 16. He answers this question so eloquently. And this is the secret to why we need the 613 mitzvot. Why we're not Buddhist and a spiritual religion which doesn't have practical acts of concrete serving God, right? We don't, we as Jews don't meditate the whole day to become elevated, right? We do pray. But praying is only one of the 613. We have to put on the tefillin, wrap the tefillin, Put on the seat, keep the Shabbat, not do like we just learned for almost an hour, the laws of Shabbat, right? Go through the 39 melachot and say kiddush. There's a lot of proactive things, like I just said in the beginning of the shir, that are, we do. Why? So one of, this is one of the most, probably the most famous part of the Sefer Chinuch, is this concept of ha'adam nif'al lefipulav. Or in modern uh, marketing, they call it fake it till you make it. But it means that what you're engrossed in, what your activities do, that remo- that makes it real for you. But if something you profess with all your heart and you believe in it, but you don't, not involved with it, you're going to forget it. It goes one ear, come out the other. And I want to read the Sefer Chinuch inside because this is, such an important fundamental mistake that the reform and conservative and many Jews meant, meant, even our own Persian Jews, oh my God, it makes my heart break. 
قلبت پاک باشه Why do I need to do this? I just have a pure heart Who needs the action? So the Sefer Chinuch This is a matter of life and death You know, some people they really are You know, in their own conscience They trick themselves to be Oh, I'm a good Jew I don't mean harm to anybody Why do I need to be there? You know Why do I need to do, 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 go through the a pure heart is important. It's right. not the only factor. So he says, look, look what the Chinuch writes. Why we need so many practical, physical, proactive commandments that you got to do it, do it, do it. So he says, don't be a fool and say, I'll remember, I'll, I'll have gratitude to Hashem and be indebted to Him for His miracle. Why do I need to go through the hassle? Of turning my kitchen upside down for Pesach. You know? Making Pesach is not easy. That's why you have all these million dollar programs where they take you to every island and luxury resort in the world, right? So he says you should know that you're making a fundamental mistake. He says, what? I mean, this is so true. Look, a doctor, since he's practicing medicine every day, he sees everything through the medical lens. And even when he's on his coffee break or he's on vacation, he's thinking, you know, he identifies himself and is constantly thinking about his practice of a, a business owner, right? You could take him out of the business on vacation, but you can't take the business out of him. Because that's what he's constantly engrossed in, right? So he says, he says you should know. And, and Rosh Hashiva brought a big proof to this. This is a scientific study. Parents that gave up their kids to foster care and didn't raise their kids is not the same connection they have. Even though after they found each other biologically and came together, because they didn't do physical acts of kindness. They didn't kill themselves to raise the kid, right? What it means is that the manifestation of true love and connection to God can only be done through acts. Because he says, and he, he wants to say this in a very concrete term, the Chinuch. He says, let's say you have an absolutely rotten evil person. And he's always thinking to do harmful and sinful acts. But you bring him into the Bet Midrash and you force him to do acts of kindness and mitzvot, right? He says, after a few dozen times of him practically doing positive spiritual acts of engrossing himself in learning Torah and doing the practical commandments of the Torah, it's going to change him. And his it's going to turn on a light bulb in his head and it's going to make him think and like that. And same the opposite, the Chinuch says. He says, let's say you have Sadiq Gomer, a perfectly righteous, pure, pure person. But let's say the mafia forces him to do, he joins the mafia, right? And he has to do very bad gang, gangster-like acts. Right? Or he joins a gang. He's, he says all that love for Torah and mitzvot and spirituality and godliness and angelic, he's going to, Turn into a monster, right? Because a person goes after his actions. And that's why we read in the end of Gemara and Makot, and we say this right before we say Kaddish, 
Hashem wanted to lezakot at Israel. God wanted us to merit us, to give us a great, great opportunity. That's why He gave us these countless mitzvos, six thirteen mitzvos. Why? Because once you put on the tefillin, I was at the kotel, and this Baal Teshuvah told me. He said he was a Chabad Baal Teshuvah. He said once the Chabad Shaliach wrapped it to me, it was like a magical magnet. I couldn't, I didn't want to take it off. See, the Rosh Hashiva went deeper. Kabbalistically, we, we, we human beings, again, we don't see our soul, right? It's all fine and dandy to be meditation and pray, right? But we human beings are very physical. Our body is a very animalistic, you know? That's why in order to, for, for our service and connection to God to be real, God, see, we have to serve God on his own terms, the Maharal also says. So you can't make up, oh, my heart is pure. But God said he wants these physical actions from you, right? You can't love somebody on your own terms. You have to love what makes him happy, right? And Hashem, But why does Hashem demand so many practical, physical actions of like putting on the tefillin, putting on the sisit, putting on the mezuzah, right? Because in order for our motives to become pure, right? It's like what cr- came first, the egg or the chicken? But the chinuch is telling you, no. When your actions are a good thing, then it turns on the purity of heart also. Which, And he says that the... Um, he says that to the contrary... One should never think, be burdened by all these different commandments because they're all a golden, golden opportunity for us to connect with God in a real way. And the Rosh Hashivas, that's also about a Ramban in the Shira Shirim that says that the Ramban says, you know, because the whole Shira Shirim is about love. So the Ramban says that like you could have two people that are lo- love each other. They profess supposedly, right? Talk is cheap, you know, that they love each other. But the Ramban says there very clearly that unless there's acts of kindness that you show the love, the love could go in one ear, come out the left. Let's say Reuven says, Shimon, you're going to be my best friend and I, you're, I'm into you and let's hang out all the time, right? But unless he... He concretely proves the friendship, right? In action, right? Not superficially. And solidifies it with actions of kindness. That love is superficial. And that's the same thing we were learning the Misat Yesharin. If we want to be connected to God, God himself knows that we're, we have a, like the Tanya says, we have a physical body, right? So unless we're constantly Physically, yes, get up, do shacharit, do minha, do arvit, do the tefillin, do the mezuzah, do all these 613 commandments, we're going to forget God. And you see that that's the truth. The Jews that don't, are not observant, do they think about God a lot? They become assimilated and they just, they become Buddha Jews. They just, they're not there. So we, for us to be connected with God, you do the action and then the purity of heart 
will come later. But if you just want to rely on this la-la cloud of cloud nine, that you're never going to forget God, but you don't have any physical actions to back it up, which are the mitzvot, God forbid we're going to be lost. And anybody that has integrity would believe in that. Everybody that is honest would believe in that. Everybody that has common sense would show that in this physical world, it is all based on real. For it to be real for us, we need to do real physical actions that connect us to God. It's just not some superficial um, fake, you know. And that's the mitzvot which are so, so special and so golden and so needed to keep us connected to the source of all good, which is Hashem. And Hashem should bless us with shalom and freedom from evil and the Yetzirah. Amen.